Hey, welcome to week three of Wake Up Dreamer. Man, it is so good to be seen. I know I can't see you right now, but I just tell you, I miss you. Uh, my wife, Pastor Kyra, she misses you. Our entire team, we miss you. We can't wait to, to see you again. We can't wait to hug you. And uh, it is our prayer that you, you are encouraged in this season. I know right now it's, it's tough for a lot of people, but um, we're praying. We're praying, and we believe that God's strength is with you. As a matter of fact, we got a, a text message not too long ago. One of our, our superheroes here at the church uh, this person is a phenomenal person. Um, she, she just reached out and she said that she's starting to feel the absence of, of the hugs right now. So, hey, if you're out there, I just want to extend God's, God's grace and his love to you. And, and it's tough, but uh, we know that things are going to lift and we're going to be together soon and, and it's going to be a great time. So just hold on a little bit longer and it's going to be a-okay. So week three of Wake Up Dreamer, um, God has really given me a message this week for us. Um, I, I just think it's so important that we, we would capitalize and, and take full advantage of our time right now. It is a different season. Uh, many of us are home a lot, a lot more than we normally are, um, than we normally go to school or go to work. So I think in, instead of allowing the days to pass by and, and allowing our, our feelings and our emotions to take us, um, to places that we, we shouldn't be going that are unhealthy for us is so important that we take advantage of this extra time that we have um, while we are practicing social distancing. And uh, I also want to celebrate you for honoring your local authorities, your local government. It, it's so important what we're doing to, to minimize the spread of this virus across our nation. And so um, there really is a lot to celebrate because I believe that we're making great progress against COVID-19. So I wanna bring a message to you entitled, Open Your Eyes. Open your eyes. And so maybe you're saying, Pastor, my eyes are open. I'm, I'm watching you. I mean, essentially what I mean is open your spiritual eyes. Um, Jesus said, those who have ears to hear, let them hear. And those who have eyes to see, let them see. And so it is my prayer that, um, that, that we can help you to open your spiritual eyes, open your eyes of faith today. And so what I want to talk about is, is I want to talk about an individual by the name of Habakkuk, Habakkuk. And I'm not really doing his name any, any service because I'm not rolling my tongue or adding that phlegm sound. This is a Hebrew name, so it's more like Habakkuk. So how about you try that right there in the living room or in the car? Habakkuk. And so, like I said, I'm probably not doing a great job at it anyway, but I want to talk about Habakkuk. Habakkuk was a, a minor prophet, what the Bible would call a minor prophet. And not that his work was minor, but he was a minor prophet due to the size of his book. And uh, he prophesied or he, he shared the message of God to the people uh, of, of Israel um, during the last days of Judah right before they fell to Babylon in 586 BC. There had been years and years that God's chosen people, Israel, had turned from God and they turned to idol worship. And, and God pretty much allowed Babylon to invade Israel and Judah and, and, and to take them into captivity. And so, you know, if, as you enter into the book of Habakkuk, 
you enter into a, a part where uh, in Israel's history, history where they're struggling, they're broken, they are worried, they're in despair, nothing is normal anymore. Um, it's, just, it's just not the same. It doesn't feel right because they're being taken from the promised land to a foreign land. And, and I know a lot of us feel that way right now, that our lives don't feel the same. There's no normality to it. Um, it just doesn't feel right. And so Habakkuk's heart, he, he, he was coming to God and he was essentially saying that, God, this is not your vision for your people. This is not your heart. This is not your aspirations for your people. And, and Habakkuk, as, as a messenger of God, his heart became very heavy and he wanted to find answers. He wanted clarity. He wanted God to open his eyes to the possibilities. And I think right now, once again, that's our greatest need is to be able to open eyes of faith to our greatest possibilities and what God has in store for us. So what I wanna do is I wanna encourage you with regards to receiving vision from God in this season. And with that, we're gonna read Habakkuk chapter two, verse one. And Habakkuk says this here. He says, I will climb up to my watchtower and stand at my guard post. There I will wait to see what the Lord says and how he will answer my complaint. Habakkuk said, man, I, I gotta hear from God. I gotta receive something from the Lord. Lord, deposit something into my spirit. And so he says, I'm gonna climb, I'm gonna stand, I'm gonna wait, and I'm gonna wait to see what God is gonna show me, what he's gonna say to me. And so with regards to that, I wanna give you four steps or four ways to receive vision from God in this season. I think that your best friend in this season is vision. A lot of us, we need to know what God is going to do, what he's calling us into as, as things begin to pan out. And so I think number one, it's important that in this season that you withdraw, that you withdraw. And that's not hard because as a nation, COVID-19 has forced us to withdraw. I'm oftentimes in my office or I'm at home, I may be reading or doing some work or I may be around with my kids playing or what have you. But, but I, f I find myself throughout the day oftentimes withdrawing from the crowd, withdrawing from my family, withdrawing from my team, and I enter into, into times of prayer. And it's, it's, it's really because I need God's sight. I need his direction. I need him to guide me. I need him to show me something in the midst of, in the midst of some of the crazy things that are going on as we're confined. As a matter of fact, it said this about Jesus in, in, in Luke 5. Sorry about that. Luke 5, verse 15. But despite Jesus' instructions, the report of his power spread even faster. And vast crowds came to hear him preach and to be healed of their diseases. So Jesus was busy. Jesus was busy. He was tied up. He was always helping and healing and doing ministry, but it says this about him, but Jesus often, often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. So right now is the perfect time to withdraw, to get away from some of the, the normal routines of life and to really get into the presence of God because he wants to say something to you. The second way that you can receive vision from God or dream from God is to number two, request. Request. Ask God in this season. 
Ask God. I remember in January of 2012, I was, I was, I was split in my heart between medical school and pursuing this call that God had on my life as a concerned ministry. And, and granted, um, medicine is ministry. I, I believe whether you're a pastor or a secretary, an attorney, a, a mechanic, I believe that where you are, that's your ministry. There, there's a way that you can glorify God and, and, and help people and impact people and draw people closer to Jesus. But I was at a fork in the road in the season of my life. And so what I did in January of 2012 was I withdrew and I went on a 21-day fast. And I, I fasted for one thing. I fasted for one thing. Typically, when we fast around here at Highlight Church, I encourage us to write down your prayers and write your list and, and go before God and ask him in prayer these different things. But I fasted for one thing over the course of 21 days. And day one had passed and day two had passed. And I'm asking God, I said, God, are you, are, you know, is it medicine or is it ministry? Is it medicine or is it ministry? I was requesting, requesting, requesting. And finally at around day 10, day 10, I remember it as clear as day. It was around noon. And I just felt the Holy Spirit give me that peace in my heart. And he said, I'm calling you to pursue vocational ministry. I'm calling you to dedicate your life to this. And as you hold on to me and as you trust me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make your path clear. I'm gonna, it's gonna all make sense and you're gonna make a difference and, and I'm, gonna, I'm gonna use you in a great way. But, but it was all of that clarity was preceded by my request. And so it says here in Matthew 7, verses seven through eight, it says, keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the, and the door will be open to you. Verse eight says this, for everyone who asks receives and everyone who seeks finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. So I wanna encourage you, if you, if you feel as though your, your prayers are, are going up and hitting the ceiling and going up and hitting the ceiling, Jesus is saying here, keep on asking, keep on requesting. Lord, show me something. God, give me clarity. God, give me guidance as we journey through this season. The third way to receive vision in this season is number three, is to wait. Habakkuk said, he said, I will wait to see what the Lord says. I will wait. And so I remember two months after God gave me clarity, I would, I would, I would position myself every lunch hour at work. Um, and this was in March of 2012. So I would, I would go out side and I would eat lunch in my Chevy, my 2008 Chevy Malibu. I love that car. I miss that car. And I always parked under a tree and the breeze was always nice and cool, but I would wait in my car and I would read my Bible. I would just wait on God to speak things into my heart. And, and that's March of 2012 is when the vision of Highlight Church came. It's when the vision of Highlight Church came, more clarity came. I wanna encourage you in this season to be intentional with your waiting. Don't, don't, just, don't just sit around on the couch. Don't just sit around you know, watching the news and, and allowing your fear and your worry to, to build, but cut the TV off. Cut, off. cut off some of the music. Interrupt the routine. Get in the presence of God and wait on him to, de to deposit something into your, into your spirit. And I would also say this, the fourth way to receive vision in this season is to read.
read, read. The Bible was written by 40 different individuals over the course of 1,500 years. There are no contradictions. Um, the, Paul even says about the word of God, he says that the word of God is God-breathed. So as, as men were inspired to write by the spirit of God, they would write. And so I wanna encourage you to read. Why is this important? It's important because the Bible is the frame. It's, it's the framing by which God is going to reveal vision to you, by which God is going to give you dreams. What we call it around here at Highlight is we call the word of God the revealed will of God. And so there, there are things in the word of God that will bring you absolute clarity in the season. Um, Paul says things like, don't worry about anything, but pray about everything. And then a peace will, will come upon you that no one can understand. Um, there's a lot of revealed will here. And, and as you grow in the revealed will of God, there's this concealed will of God that he puts into the frame of the revealed will of God. So, so Habakkuk said, I'm gonna wait to see what the Lord says. I'm gonna wait to see what the Lord says. So instead of waiting to hear the voice of God, instead of waiting to hear a voice, we should be looking for a verse, looking for a verse. And so th this is something I want you to go ahead and notate here. If I would give my attention to the word today, God will reveal his intention for my life tomorrow. If I would give my attention to the word today, God will reveal his intention for my life tomorrow. God has an intention. God has a plan. God wants to show you something. But I think in times like this, uh, this, this COVID-19 season, in times where we're, we're, we're kind of forced to wait and withdraw, God really wants to speak to us, to us through his word. Habakkuk 2 verse 2 says this. Habakkuk says, then the Lord said to me, I love it. So he did all those things and God finally spoke. And he said, write my answer plainly on tablets so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. This vision is for a future time. It describes the end and it will be fulfilled. A lot of promises there. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently. If it seems slow, wait patiently, for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. It will not be delayed. I wanna encourage you to write the vision. Write the vision. So in this season right now, as you, as you are at home or as things are slow, man, you, you, gotta, you gotta write what God lays on your heart. I, you know, I, if I can be honest, I was kind of rushing out this morning out my house and I forgot to bring my notebooks. Often I, I like to bring these journals. So I have, I have a number of composition notebooks that date back some eight, nine, 10 years. One in particular is my yellow composition notebook. And, um, and I, would, I remember just writing visions, writing dreams. Some, some things came from God. Some things I just said, hey, I wanna, <laughs> I wanna travel here one day. But, but it's so important that you write. Why is it important? It's because 
whenever you write something that you believe has come from the Holy Spirit, an exchange has happened between you and heaven, you and heaven. So what God is telling the prophet here is he's saying, I've given you something. I've, you've given me your faith. You've given me your attention. You've given me your, your heart, your mind, your ear, and I've deposited something in your spirit. So when you write a vision, a written vision is like a receipt verifying that there's been a supernatural exchange, your faith for God's vision. And so it's like a receipt to say, hey, God did show me this. One thing I love about writing is, is that as you go throughout time, so say God gives you something in this season and, 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 and you write it down and 2021 comes around and it comes to pass. You're able to go back to that vision and, and realize that God is a promise keeper, that God is good, that God is speaking to me. So, and, and I believe that even in this season, the most, one of the most spiritual things you can do is write down dreams and visions that God is gonna place on your heart. And I actually call those journals my books of dreams. Like I said, I wish I had them. Why is this important? It's important because when you receive a vision, you, number one, you have fuel to run. You got fuel to run. You know, vision is like gasoline in your car. You, you, you need that fuel. Vision is fuel to your faith. It enables you to go until you see the dream come to pass. It enables you to go. Um, I don't wanna be too transparent about it, but I've been talking a lot to my wife about uh, the virus and everything that's going on. And, and like I said, at the top of the message, I, I, I celebrate our nation and, and how we're handling this thing. But, but then there's that, that other side of, of the coin, you know, where it's, to me, it's faith. T -t to me, it's like, I get it, let's be cautious, but God is faithful and God is good and God is bigger than COVID-19. And I believe that there, there are so many things that he's deposited in your spirit, so many possibilities that he's already deposited and, and things that he's shown you earlier in 2020, back in 2019, back in 2018, that he promised to do beyond COVID-19. I just don't want us to forget those things that we, we were believing God for before we enter into this problematic season. Hold on to those visions. Hold on to those aspirations. Why? Because they give you fuel to run. So when I revisit a lot of the things that I've written that I know that, that, are, that won't come to pass until 2025 or somewhere in the future, I go back, I look at those things, I look at those receipts, and those are the things I'm running after. So I understand right now that COVID-19 is just a season that we're walking through. Is it tough? Um, yes, are people passing away? Yes, maybe you're out there and someone close to you is sick. Maybe someone close to you is, is struggling or maybe someone close to you has passed and I, I know that's tough and, and I empathize and, and my heart goes out to you. But what I wanna encourage you with is to not let go of the dream and the vision. Remember that you have the fuel that you need to continue to make it through and to overcome this season. The second thing a vision does for your life is it gives you a target for your faith. It gives you a target for your faith. So now you don't just have a hopeful faith, that's okay. 
You don't just have a surviving faith. Yeah, we're gonna make it through this thing, but you know that we're going somewhere. We're going here. We're, we're going here. We're, we're gonna make it through because we have to go there. It gives you a target. Hebrews 11.1 1 actually says this. It says, faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things that we can not see. So faith is the confidence that what we hope for will happen. So if you have faith, it's going to happen. If you have faith, it's going to happen. A vision gives you a tangible target for what you know is already going to happen. And, and faith is the assurance about things that you cannot see. What does this mean? This means that you don't have it in your hands yet, but, but because God has given you a vision, you know that one day you will have it in your hands. So it's so important that you receive a vision right now in this season. What's the other benefit of writing the vision? Here it is. You receive divine direction, divine direction. It's from God. It's my calling. It's my vision. I know where I'm going and I have a direction. So no matter what's going on around me, no matter what's going on in my life, the vision is unconditional. I have divine direction. That's what God is trying to deposit down in Habakkuk. He's saying, look, I'm about to give you a vision so that a runner can run with the correct message, not the message that's on the news, not the message that your, your negative auntie and uncle are giving you, but this is the correct message. It's going to come to pass. It might take time. You're gonna feel as though it's slow, but this is the correct message because it's from me and I'm a God who does not lie. So when you get a vision from God, it comes from heaven. It is in fact divine. And number four, you understand that there, that there is a process. You understand when you receive a vision from God that there is a process. It takes time. It takes time. So, so, so while the world is frantic and panicky, you understand that God is faithful and he's working and, and, and he's behind it all and he's orchestrating it all and he's gonna bring it, he's gonna bring it together. And my final piece of encouragement here is because God is so faithful and God is not a man that he shall lie. So I wanna encourage you with this. Whatever God gives you, small, big, or in between, um, present, 10-day vision, a year out, 10 years, I wanna encourage you with this. The vision will come to pass. The vision will come to pass. Let's go back to Habakkuk 2, verse 3. Habakkuk 2, verse 3. It says, this vision is for a future time. It describes the end. Here it is. Look at this promise from God. And it will be fulfilled. It will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, wait, for it will surely take place. It's going to come at just the right time. It will not be delayed. It will come to pass. Ultimately, God gave Habakkuk a vision. If you, if you would read the rest of the book of Habakkuk, it's only three chapters, but if you would read the rest of the book, um, it's really only up from there. 
God gave Habakkuk, so you wanna know, what is that vision that he wrote down? Well, God gave Habakkuk a vision of the restoration of his people. We're coming out of this thing, guys. It's gonna be better than it was before. So he gave him a vision of the restoration of his people and the judgment of their captors. So the judgment of the Babylonians. So not only are we coming out of it, but God is about to heal God is about to set free. God is about to deliver. God is about to cause us to have a, a decisive victory over this thing. You're gonna come out of this thing. And the best part about this, this dream that he gave Habakkuk was that Israel returned back home to the promised land. Israel returned back home to the promised land. And it says this here in Psalms, and this is a summary of that return because it will come to pass and God is loving and he is kind and he is faithful. And this is a summary of that return. Psalm 126, one through three, the message. I love it. Watch this. It seemed like a dream. It seemed like a dream. Like, did it, did it really happen? <laughs> Come on, dreamer. Wake up, dreamer. Wake up. Wake up. We're, we're not just gonna survive this thing. We're gonna thrive. We're gonna, we're gonna come out on top. It seemed like a dream. Did it really happen? Here it is. Too good to be true. When God returned Zion's exiles, we laughed, we sang, we couldn't believe our good fortune. We were the talk of the nations. God was wonderful to them. God was wonderful to us. We are one happy people. So my encouragement to you is, is that no matter who you are or where you are, God has a, a vision for your life. He has a plan for your life. And so God will allow tough times like this for a lot of different reasons, but one of the main reasons why God will allow tough times, uncertain times, is because he wants to speak to us. He wants to show us something. And if you're out there and you're struggling in this season, I've been sent on an assignment to remind you or to clarify to you just how much God cares, how much he loves you. And I just wanna encourage you that he sees you. He knows exactly where you are. He knows exactly what you need. And so my encouragement to you is just withdraw, request, and wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. And maybe you're out there right now and you, you, you would say, Pastor Josh, I, I, I need God in my heart. I, I need to know who this Jesus is. And I, I just wanna encourage you with the fact that God has been looking for you all of your life. He's been, he's been after you your entire life. And um, the Bible declares that those who accept Christ by faith, all of their sins is forgiven. Your past is washed away. And the gift of salvation in Jesus Christ is, is a new life. The Bible says it, it's as simple as believing in your heart that Jesus is Lord and professing with your mouth that he is your savior. 
So I wanna, I wanna invite you into a prayer right now as we close this out. If that's you and, and you, you need to know your heavenly father as your father and you need to make Jesus the Lord of your life, you need a new beginning, a new start, go ahead and pray with me. Go ahead and pray with me. Father God, I believe that Jesus is the son of God. Lord, forgive me. Thank you for dying on a cross and shedding your blood for the forgiveness of my sins. Make me new. Give me your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. And if that's you and you prayed that prayer for the first time or you've come back to God, we just wanna take a moment to celebrate with you. If you're in a living room with family, friends, I just think we should put our hands together. Put our hands together. Yeah, awesome. And maybe you made the decision and you haven't told anyone yet. My encouragement to you is to tell someone in that room, reach out to the church, let us know. We celebrate you and we're with you. So with that being said, that is week three of Wake Up Dreamer. Open your eyes this week, church. I can't wait to see you next Sunday for Easter Sunday. It's gonna be amazing. We're gonna wake up the greatest dreamer to ever live. His name is Jesus. Y'all have an amazing week. We will see you soon.